0: And welcome to Masters of Our Domain, the podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And this week we are joined all the way from down under, but also right next to me, uh, Grace Jarvis. How are you doing?
1: Thanks for having me. I'm well.
0: It's, it's a pleasure to have you here. How's, how's your fringe going so far?
1: Well, I'm sitting on your bed right now and I'm realising yep. that your student accommodation bed is so much more comfortable than mine.
0: Oh, really? Because it's bad. Oh, it, like, it ain't good.
1: My, well, mine is like a rock. I must be... And I'm in a cave. It's like I'm, ah. my bed is hunched up underneath what is obviously used to be a fireplace. So...
0: Okay, right.
1: Um, I'm surrounded by walls at all time. like I'm in a coffin. <laughs>
0: You're like a vampire, oh, yeah. they're like shutting you away It's there.
1: very ominous, I, and also I am like a vampire in that I have forgotten what daylight looks like. <laughs>
0: yep, that is Scotland for you. Yeah. Yeah, fuck me. It's not
1: so much Scotland as it is just the Edinburgh Fringe, because I keep staying out late and then not waking up until I have to go and do my show.
0: Yes, yes, that is also true. What time is your show?
1: 550
0: Mm, okay, yeah, that that's like a that's like a tricky time of day because it's like you kind of you almost don't really do anything before that, but then by the time you finish, it's quite late.
2: Yes, yeah. And now it's the evening, you know. Yeah. I think that's a good time. I like mm. I like I like a pre I like a pre dinner show.
0: Oh, it's a nice time for the show to be, uh, atmosphere wise. I oh, think yeah. in Edinburgh terms, yeah.
1: I thought it it is, except it's uh, been a lot of people who are incredibly old pre dinner, and ah. uh, they are not big laughers. They're not. They're tired. They're hot. They're old. They don't like that I'm talking about pussy so much. They want to get out of there.
0: (laughs) They're like, stop talking about the peanut Arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop stealing your friend's bit.
1: (laughs) 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 Last night, oh, no, last night was my night off. The night before that, I had a family of four in the front row. My show is a 16-plus show. Right. And they were, these children were 12 surely, mm-hmm. and they just kept talking to each other, I assume explaining the jokes. But I was like, at some point, right, you have right. to walk out. I just You have to walk out. And they just did not walk out. Mm. They just did not walk. They stayed for the whole thing. At one point, I do a Whoa. joke about a, sh- a song that's called Number One Pussy in the Club, and right. I swear this 12-year-old boy asked his mother, what is a pussy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they're having the talk at your at show. At my
2: show! That's
0: beautiful. <laughs> that, that's how t- the Guardian reading what, if- do it.
2: If my 12-year-old said that to me, I would I would feel like I'd personally failed because what kind of 12-year-old hasn't already heard that in the playground? Yeah, I don't know. I, f- yeah. I, f- I, f- I would feel like I had Anneli's sheltered this here. child. This, man, yeah, this boy was incredibly
1: sheltered and innocent and then they took him to my comedy show and now mm. he's got all kinds of new information to throw at the world. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend was recently at a wedding with her 17-year-old brother and she caught him shazamming Nelly's Ride With Me. And <laughs> she was like, what has happened to this generation?
1: Well, they keep playing Mr. Brightside every night, but they're not playing Ride With Me. That's no good.
0: They're not. No, the teenagers need to learn about the real the real classics. Ride With Me, Fifty fifty by Lamar. You know, all this stuff.
2: I don't think I know that but, one. That's a, that's a Brit deep cut. 50 by Lamar. Fucking hell. That really, step back, don't note. try to
0: kiss me. Right about now, I'm 50 yeah, 50. Right I mean, about
2: now, I am 50 50.
1: Which yeah. is that you know, like which... he's like, I don't know if I like you.
0: Um, it's uh, what are they? Uh, uh, uh been a long time, must have missed me, been around town, shouldn't uh, word gets round, shouldn't, shouldn't ad- have you? Dissed shouldn't dis- ad- you shouldn't me. Di- you
2: shouldn't have dissed me. Right about step now, I'm 50 50. Don't try to kiss me.
0: Right about now, I'm 50. I think it's a song from, about l- a girl trying to get back with him, I think and,
2: yeah, from the right. And he's mad about it, and from L- lamar 's perspective it it, it <coughs> demonstrates a certain kind of relational ambivalence, but also a really good grasp of statistics Ah uh, so yes. it's quite mm. a good so it's quite a good song educationally, and perhaps this twelve year old in your audience might have benefited from it.
1: Well, I'm sorry that's not the song I talk about. I talk about a song <laughs> that no one has ever heard by Australian pop act big Wet. <laughs>
2: Big
0: Wet,
1: Big Wet, number one Gosh. pussy in the
0: club by Big Wet. What a the song. Yeah, that is that is like something that would come out in the Seinfeld universe. They'd be like, "Have you heard this song?"
1: Yeah, yeah, it really would.
0: Yeah, are you are you like a are you are you a Seinfeld head? Do you have any sort of like Seinfeld preconceptions?
1: No, I wasn't really allowed to watch TV as a kid, um, so okay. I haven't seen it. I, haven't I feel seen like that, that's a
0: big tip of the iceberg line that we've got there.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen The Simpsons either, so I I no conversation I've ever had with anyone in their 30s makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's so true. <laughs> what what an incredible drive by that was. <laughs> on mm-hmm. both I just have no idea what's going on so much of the time. People are like, this is an important cultural reference that everybody in the conversation understands. I'm like, oh yeah. no. <laughs>
0: It was it was quite a big cultural drive-by when you Can referred you? to being a teenager in 2014.
1: Yeah. I was like, Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh
0: yeah. Oh. oh. I, I was, was 16.
1: Doing, so yeah. that's.
0: I was doing like graduate job interviews.
1: Oh geez. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was bad. It was bad times. And look at me now, a, a podcaster and comedian, <laughs> <Look> at, <laughs>
2: and, a, and look back at in you, student look at you now.
0: Hey. Yeah. Yeah. We've regressed to student life. Um, so, so you're kind of in the Milo category. So, the the premise of the show is that Phoebe has seen all of Seinfeld, right? And is a big fan. And I have seen only the Seinfeld that we have watched for the podcast.
2: Sure, so yes. At
0: this point, most of it, mm. just about most of it. But um, yeah,
2: we're we we're we're certainly getting there. Yeah.
0: I was not a uh, I was not a prior Seinfeld fan. It did it pass me by. But I have I have seen The Simpsons. So yeah, you may understand about fifty percent of the conversations that we have. <laughs>
2: i haven't watched an episode of the simpsons since i was about 14 that makes sense i, I reckon my... about same
0: but i just remember it all
2: because of my strict it's something no about cartoon it. rule I've, I've observed
1: you all in the yeah. wild you remember so much of it
0: it's very i think alan partridge uh the day today and dark place are kind of in the same category for me of just being like i have no need to rewatch them but they're eminently quotable so much of all human life is contained therein
1: yes truly
0: yeah, yeah. The the day-to-day in particular in Brass, I like, just because of how insane the news cycle is now. Um, I think every day about, a di- like, a, an insane diagram that just has drugs written in one corner of it in huge letters. Um, and that does feel like every graphic you see on the news now.
1: Oh, it is, yeah. yeah. Like, fentanyl overdoses are rising, and it's like, can we see some sources for this claim, actually? It's just, <laughs> oh, you just written, drugs are bad real big?
0: Sources by fucking flat on Friday night. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> They were in there.
1: The police are like, we touched some fentanyl, but luckily we're all right. And it's like, yeah, no, you're all right.
0: American cops pretending to be killed by being near some drugs is so funny. It's so
1: funny. Just like a car a car boot opening and then like scattering, like they're like in an anthrax invasion.
0: Oh yeah, like 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 slugs that have been dropped into a salt mine. They just it's they amazing. just wither and die. It's
1: amazing. What do you mean? Yeah,
0: it is. It is kind of. Yeah, I mean look, the police have always been bad, but I'm not sure they were always this dumb. No. Yeah.
1: I think they yeah, used to be smart and evil. Now they're
2: dumb and evil, worse.
0: Yeah, it's it's new levels. Wouldn't
2: it be so, wouldn't it be so funny though if it turned out that there was like a specific fabric which is in like which is in like American cop uniforms, which mm-hmm. means that fentanyl really does have a kind of airborne effect on you. And like, they're not faking and it's just complete and it, and it just looks and it just looks stupid. I wouldn't put yeah. it past them. They've always. I think that would be I think that I think that would be the funniest outcome. I'm always
1: obsessed with Americans coming to the fringe and complaining about the food and being like, oh, mm. the food's so bad in Scotland. I'm like, in Scotland, you're from America. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you,
1: you have ingredients in your food that are illegal in Europe. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, that is kind of crazy. Because, like, you know, obviously, like, big cities in America have good food, but anywhere outside that...
1: You're you're lost.
0: Oh, oh, some of the worst food in the world. You're at sea. Yeah.
1: And um, also, I, I take it, I don't like when people... Because like, Australians do it, too. They come and they're like, oh, there are no vegetables in Scotland. And I'm like... Have you looked in the supermarkets? Because yeah, that's um, where they're kept. That's where they live. You guys are just eating food out of trucks and then feeling whatever form of shame you feel about it, which is fine because it's a festival and you can do whatever yeah, yeah, you yeah. want. But don't blame the, the country of Scotland. No. I've seen the frozen peas. I'm eating them. <laughs>
0: I'm eating them. I'm not even cooking them.
1: <laughs> I'm just the, I'm not. I'm
0: sucking them down. It's like, <laughs> it's like a Solero shots, but savory.
1: I don't know if that's an Australian childhood snack, but frozen peas, still frozen, oh, delicious. You never, oh,
0: did, did you get Saleros in Australia? Or is no. That, okay. So Solero is like, um, it's like, what if a Magnum had a had a fruit outer casing rather than a chocolate
1: Oh, one? a splice.
0: Oh right, yeah, 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 that's right. We've actually had this conversation on the podcast before. Now I'm remembering with Dan Muggleton. Oh, good. Uh, who objected to the term Solero and said that Sprice was much more logical?
2: Why do we always end up explaining what a Solero is to people?
0: I, I, I don't I don't know. Um, but then because I was trying to explain Solero shots, do you remember these? No.
2: What's a Solero
0: shot? I'm pretty sure it was Solero branded. They were like they were like balls of like sorbet sure. that came in like a tub, and you like poured them into your mouth. They were, like, they were like, you know, like smaller than, they were like the size of BB pellets, but of like lime sorbet or whatever. And it, it's sort of the kind of ice cream that appeals to children and that it's obviously cursed, but it has like a kind of gimmicky element oh, to it. Oh
1: yeah. Like those Smarties push pop ones. Yeah. Where you're like, you could just eat some Smarties mm, and yeah. some ice cream. You don't need to involve them both in like a machine gun setup. Yeah.
0: And so this has been a really long winded way of me saying, imagine if that was frozen peas. No, oh, yeah. It was like the healthy Solero shots. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm willing to take the idea of these things in stride. Actually, that sounds like something that you'd like take on Mm. a spaceship to feed the hamster. I don't like it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Feeding the look hamsters in space—they get hungry.
2: Like they—they get hungry. you are going to bring them much more hungry.
0: Yeah, they do.
1: They're very confused. They're stressed. If I was a hamster in space, I'd be incredibly hungry because I'd be like, "What is going on? Please feed me." So I know something is the same.
0: (laughs) I'm on a wheel, but there's no gravity. Yeah.
1: What's What's up? Me? How how would a hamster God, would how would a hamster deal. bottle
2: work in zero gravity as well? I guess it wouldn't. Oh God. Maybe
0: I guess it maybe it would if it's like in it on a on a like on a suction basis.
1: Yeah, but then you have to teach a hamster how to yeah. suck.
0: Mm, yeah, I've been warned not to do that.
1: <laughs>
2: and that's and that is an unrewarding process
1: for sure. Yeah, teaching yeah. any creature a new mouth movement that's not traditional <laughs> to its people is a, yeah it, yeah it's a grueling task. They, yeah. are not, they
2: are not well known for their adapt- adaptability. No, no. They have one yeah. thing, and it's the being round. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. They're rodents. They're rodents. They can't be stopped. Um, so we, we are talking about uh, Seinfeld. I think it's season eight, episode seven, The Checks.
2: That sounds right. It's called The Checks. I don't know. It if is called The, the Checks. Right yeah, I, I think the
0: number is right. If mm. not, um, look at the title of the episode. That will give you the correct number. Because when I'm editing this, I will actually fact check myself.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really good tip, actually. Because if you, um, if you look up uh, the name of the episode, it will tell you the number as well. So thanks for that. Thanks, Matt, yeah. Marla. That's really yeah. helpful. No, no That's absolutely. like that's like Lamar level in terms of um, kind of educational mm. value. So I, I really well, appreciate I,
0: that. I actually meant the name of the podcast episode because before I put out the title of the podcast episode, I will check the number. But you could also <laughs> Google the name of the of the Seinfeld episode, and Google okay. will tell you. Because that's just, that's just what I'm going to do. So you're just going to be cutting out a middleman.
1: Yeah. There are a lot of checks in this episode.
2: There are a lot of checks. There are. Checks, balances, so on yeah. and so forth.
0: Not so many balances, actually, but so, definitely a so lot of checks. Not so many balances.
2: It's just a very beautifully balanced uh, narrative, if that's what you mean. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, I do. I enjoyed this episode a lot.
2: From what
1: um, I can tell, this is a show about dead technology.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that at would be a fair part. comment.
1: Yeah, yep. at least in part. He has to sign so many checks.
0: Yeah, I don't know why, what the idea is with him signing them. Because my understanding is th- this is a, an American phenomenon where y- you sign a check to endorse it over to someone else so that they can pay it in. But if well, you're maybe, paying it in yourself, surely you don't have to sign it. So well, if it's maybe going to your account. If you account.
2: have a royalty check from abroad, you have to. Or sign it. it over to yourself.
1: So yeah, you can maybe. Cash like, it. I don't
2: like. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I, Like, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's quite fun that we think of this as like such like such dead technology when like Americans do still use checks for things, which I think is very funny. Do they? Yeah. It's yeah. dying out a bit
0: now, but certainly di- until is very dying recently, bit, until, you could pay like, at the supermarket with a check in America until, like, like five super years super
2: recently. Like, people still like pay for like their rent with uh, with a check, and uh, yeah, they their can't- bank transfer system sucks. They That's can't wild. do bank transfers they can't do bank transfers, which is something I found out like literally so recently that they can't do this, and this is why they this is why they like um set up bar tabs and so on mm. because they can't <laughs> because they can't do bank transfers right'
0: because nothing in America is like uh well everything in America is a scam mm. in some way, and then mm. what and then you start like unpicking and so it's like Obviously, they could do bank transfers, but the bank won't let you because then you could just send money to anyone for free and they can't have that. So um, they put or they like artificially stop you from doing it in order to force you to use like a service like Venmo or to write a check or whatever, because these are all things that then a little commission is taken.
1: Right. That's wild. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Um, Fucked up scenes. It's a crazy Um, country.
0: They didn't have contactless payments until like last year.
1: That's yeah, that is wild.
0: Yeah, that's some 2014 shit right there. They love, of
1: they love to be like, we're the most, we're the best, we're the most, uh, you know, advanced country in the world. And then you're like, where, in what way? Like, in where, which mm. area? Because mm. a lot of the time, I think you might still be on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> I, I worry about your dysentery stats.
0: Yeah, it was the worst bit on the Oregon Trail was when you had to, like, sign all the res- the credit card receipts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Super annoying. It's like, why does anyone have chip and Bin?
2: also trying to work out who is like responsible for like picking up the uh picking up the kind of the barrels of uh of whiskey and so on and so forth because one person always got landed with it and there was no way of uh, of paying them back transferring it over yeah literally no way of doing that
0: stuff stuff um how do we how do we open this episode
2: uh we open this episode with one of my favorite little openers um Jerry and Elaine are walking down the street and uh, Jerry is complaining about uh, anti- an anti-indigestion medicine, which you're supposed to take before you start feeling ill. Um, so yeah. it's medicine for when you're well. And this is when we find out. And it's a throwaway. It's a throwaway bit. You never hear anything of this ever, ever again. But it's when we find out that uh, Elaine is Jerry's director. <laughs> um, and she accuses him of trying out a bit on her and he says no, no 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 i'm not but if i was and she's like right okay here's what you do and then she like tells him how to like cut the joke up and put it back together so it sounds better and yeah you never find out about uh about elaine being his first reader and his editor ever again but i just like it yeah I just like it makes it, it was makes funny it i do like good. the
1: are you trying a bit on me and he's like no and then he continues trying the bit on her and i was like I've had this conversation before.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. This is
1: almost all of my conversations with my friends.
0: (laughs) Annabelle sat up in bed during this and went, this is me and you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I was like, oh, fuck.
1: Oh, yeah. Girlfriends of comedians are like, oh, uh, yeah, my life finally represented.
0: This is representation. Mm. They didn't want to watch Seinfeld, but then they realized it's for them.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's about how annoying it is to know a comedian. (laughs) I mean, that is fundamentally
0: the
2: literally. Premise. That is what kind of the whole show is about. That it is super annoying to know a comedian. It's super Which, you know, annoying fair, to know fair us.
1: <laughs> fair play. I'm in a city full mm. of comedians
2: right now. We're annoying to know. Oh god, and yeah. Like, even if you're like a pro comedian person, like I'm not. You know, I am not. I am not one of your people. But I would. But I would definitely like argue strenuously with somebody yeah. who uh who indulge in anti-comedian sentiment. You're a philo-comedian. In- I'm a philo comedian. Honorary. Even then, even then. Even then. I sometimes mm. think, you know what? All I'm saying is that you just do seem to be overrepresented and annoying people. That's mm. all I'm saying. That's not like that's not a bad observation. It's just it's just true, isn't it? Isn't it?
1: Especially because sometimes mm. I'll be like, oh yeah, but comedians annoying, but this particular one is like real fun and I like him a lot and you know, we get on and whatever, and then they do something and you're like, Oh, you're all the same. Never mind. You're doing mm-hmm. the same <laughs> annoying shit. There's the rest of them. I thought I had an exception.
0: Oh, yeah. Then they get up there, they get into the hinge material. Oh, imagine. you like, here it
1: imagine. comes. Imagine. Swiping.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Do you ever go on a bad date? Yes.
1: yes. With you people.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, date with a comedian. It's just bad times.
2: Nightmarish. Really? Yeah, I've i really had yeah, to know. Yeah, I've done that and it's it's pretty bad. Hmm. It's, pretty, it's
0: pretty horrible. Look, I said sorry. <laughs> um Yes, yeah, we get this, we get this little throwaway bit, and then basically we 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 segue into uh, Jerry is complaining about all of the checks, (laughs) royalty checks he receives from this uh, Japanese TV show called like the Super Fun Happy Hour or something like that. It's called
2: the Super Terrific Happy Hour.
0: Right. Yeah. And uh, the problem is that he gets hundreds of checks, but they're all for like twelve cents, Mm. and so he's getting like carpal tunnel from signing all of these checks. And you're probably sat there thinking. There must be a better way.
1: <laughs>
0: but um, not in the Seinfeld universe. Apparently
2: there isn't. not. Not in the Seinfeld
0: universe. Possibly not in the America <laughs> universe. I, d- I don't know why he can't ask them to just send him the checks more infrequently and for a larger amount.
2: Oh, okay, I see what, I see. what's happened here. Um, I am yet again going to have to explain the point of having a storyline in a sitcom to you oh right Um, Uh, well yet yet again we're back here um it's because if he got them to do it for him then he wouldn't then we wouldn't have point then we wouldn't have the load-bearing storyline of him fucking up his hand
0: i see yes
2: and also the load-bearing storyline of him being suddenly quite well known in japan we also find out in this episode that a kramer is a weeb which is very funny Mm, um Very funny indeed, Anime
0: Kramer.
1: This is like but when t- I watch New Girl with my mom, and she's like, "Why doesn't she just do this?" and inserts a sensible option, and it's like, <laughs> "Oh, because then it wouldn't wouldn't be funny, Mom."
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: why doesn't she just have a conversation with him? I'm like, "Yeah, no, I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would make more sense." But she's not she's not wrong. But they've got to get a prince cameo in this episode, so. um, mm. There's
2: got to be a twist.
0: Someone should (laughs) rewrite the whole of New Girl with just like sensible endings. Yeah. Because it always ends and it's just fine.
2: Everything's fine. Is this why your parents wouldn't let you watch TV because they themselves also didn't understand TV and they didn't want to kind of inflict that kind of confusion on you as well?
1: I don't know. I really Mm. don't know. I also think that maybe I wasn't necessarily not allowed to watch TV as I just didn't know that I was allowed to ask um Uh. okay i literally had this conversation with my dad recently where i was like you know how i wasn't allowed to watch tv as a kid and he was like what you were you just didn't and i was like oh but i never i never did and i remember when i was like a kid a little kid i was the most prairie child of all time i would say may i please watch the children's programs um and -hmm. then i would watch like abc kids and then i got to like 13 and i said it for the very last time and i watched my dad go Yes, and I was like, "Oh, right, I'm too old for that sentence." But I don't have a new sentence, so oh, okay. I ran out of script.
2: I see.
0: Wow, you should be studied by linguists. I know. You're I like just by one of those feral children.
1: I was like, I know I'm allowed books, so I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> it's, it's better to, it's better than um risking the answer being no. <laughs>
0: I feel like we're re- we're really drilling down into some stuff here.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm just autistic. I I need a lot of. <laughs> A comedian who's autistic. Imagine, really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Um,
0: I was having this conversation recently that I reckon I probably do have some degree of mild autism, but it's mild enough that I've decided to simply never investigate.
1: Yep, that's most of most comedians. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like Schrodinger's autism.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It may or may not be there. Um, We don't need to get
1: investigated. Yeah. (laughs) Like
2: kind of zero. Like kind of zero percent autism nastro, zero,
0: autism. Yeah, it doesn't ha- yeah. like it
2: doesn't have an, it doesn't have any fat in it, but like it's definitely there. It definitely exists. You can definitely make a you can definitely make a good a bagel out of it. Yeah, Is that any exactly. good. Is that <laughs> anything? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There we go. Autism max, <laughs>
0: which feels like it would be the biggest kind, but actually <laughs> it's the sugar-free.
2: Oh really? <laughs> what, yeah, autism zero for men. That's yeah. the men's yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women have diet autism. Men have. Yep. Okay. Good. I'm glad we've got glad we've got that covered. Um. <laughs> <laughs> women. Women do sort of have
0: diet autism because I feel like uh, the, the like the code of social conduct for women is so much women stronger. Women
2: do have that. diet autism. It, they're
0: almost like what a lot a more women have like, overcome autism <laughs> through the through the medium of having to be a woman. Um, I
1: mean, that is why they don't pick it up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's literally why they don't
1: pick it up. (laughs) I got diagnosed at 22. They were like, she's so smart. She's so creative. And Mm. I'm like, I am in Meltdown every day. And they were like, ah, never mind, never mind. Look how
0: many trains she can (laughs) name. What are we complaining about?
1: What a be- what a beautiful essay you've written. It's like it's about
2: how I feel alone in the world. It's lovely. It's great. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's an award nomination right there. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's because like it's because like girls who are not like very socially mm. adept get much more socially punished for it than boys who aren't very socially adept. Yeah. so they learn how to mask y- you it. You got so they just got to clock in. So gotta, the, yeah, so that so yeah. people just say, oh this 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 girl who she certainly seems to have a lot of. Mm. Very, very, very fixated interest that she doesn't necessarily seem to know when other people have lost interest in her talking about her interest. But she seems pretty, she seems pretty kind of cheerful and she has friends and she'll look you in the face. So, so it's probably fine. Mm. I, yeah, my, I got
1: taught how to make eye contact at 16 by a man in a musical theater workshop. Oh. oh, sweetheart. I know. <laughs> that, that's, a,
0: that's a cursed story, isn't I it? I
1: know. He was like, why aren't you looking at me in the eye? And I was like, am I not looking at you in the eye? And he's like, you're not looking at me in the eye. And then he made me look at him in the eye for like four hours while I was singing oh, Don't shit. Tell Mama from Cabaret. It might have been uh, questionable, but, um, you know, it's good to have the skill in the tool belt. The reason I got diagnosed is because during the pandemic I forgot I forgot how to do it. And I was like, you guys know how we're all forgetting how to make eye contact? And everyone was like, no. And I was like,
2: oh, that's not a skill. You had to be learnt. That's what she's trying to do in Kath and Kim. She's trying to enforce masking in her daughter. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's actually disgusting.
0: (laughs) I hate to see it.
2: (laughs) Anyway, sorry, I distracted you. No, no,
0: that's not. This, this podcast is all about the distractions. Oh, it's All
2: good. about the distractions. <laughs> um,
0: You'll notice this hour-long podcast about a twenty-long-minute sitcom episode. Oh, i tell you, it wouldn't be much if we just talked about the sitcom. And we episode. just went by
2: it beat by it, beat. Yeah, yeah.
0: It wouldn't be a very fun podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. So Jerry's, you know, he's having trouble with his checks. Meanwhile, Kramer has met all of these Japanese businessmen.
2: See, the reason, that, the reason I think it's fun that Kramer is a weeb is because I remembered this episode. I realized when I was watching it that I've actually conflated this episode with another episode of American TV, which has a similar thing with a character meeting some Japanese people. And this other show, I wish I could remember what it was, is like, does it in a really, really regressible way. And like the whole joke is that the people that they meet are Japanese. Like that's the joke wouldn't it be funny if somebody was not American? Like that is literally the entire joke. So um, can you imagine? Can you simply imagine?
1: That's my Um, favourite
2: kind of cultural trope is... Uh, Me, a member
1: of the one true population, has the proper accent. And you, a member of someone who represent an entire nature and culture, has an accent that I can't understand. Whoa!
2: You speak my language in a heavily accented way. And thus... But (laughs) But do you know how to use paper... To pay your rent? No, I don't think so. Because you use your you use your futuristic sort of robot technology. Mm. Um, Yeah, you go to the
0: the dick sucking machine Yeah. yeah. your rent or whatever. Yeah, they've got them.
2: They've got you know what? They've got them on street corners in Japan. Oh yeah, dick sucking machine. Machine, and they're right next to the they're right next to the ATMs. There have been so Mm. many disasters (laughs) because of that. Because of that precise um unfortunate piece of town planning please take your penis Japan. and wait for your receipt <laughs>
0: yeah. um, um, I, the, the the japanese though they're on they're you know they're they're on thin ice with it i think they're they're like they're pushing the boundaries of how weird they can be before someone starts asking questions and i think because because they're not white that line is quite high but like there's a lot of there's a lot of strange stuff going on i'm like we should send poirot over there
1: has he not been why Poirot?
0: I don't know. I think he'd get to the bottom of it. <laughs> hey, what What's safer man to send to a kind of sex tourism hub than a Belgian? <laughs> they would never do anything untoward.
1: I don't what? know. I think he'd get to the bottom
2: of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've summed up Poirot, I guess. That's what, yeah. that's what Poirot does. He for sure likes to get to the bottom. I'd rather stop. Miss
1: Marple, you know. Yeah. She not only gets to the bottom of stuff, she has insightful cultural intrigue.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, What I like about Poirot is, is that Captain Hastings relentlessly bullies him. Like Captain Hastings is just every week, he's like, oh, this fucking Belgian twat. What's he doing now? Reading, reading manga? How is this going to help us get to the bottom of the case, Hercule? And then, of course, it does. But ca- Captain Hastings never learns. His contempt for Poirot he remains. He never trusts.
1: He never trusts yeah miss marple however too much trust Too much. she's trust, not yeah. a professional she mm. is a lady who's nearby and the police are always like oh here's all the information we have about the case so far have you guys not noticed that she's always there when there is a murder it's her <laughs> she's doing them
2: <laughs>
1: you have given her all the evidence to frame she's someone a, she's not a detective
2: she's just a very very nosy person
1: yeah i love um, it yeah
2: mm.
0: uh, that, well that is the most british thing imaginable is like a, a, the police abdicating responsibility to a nearby woman and also <laughs> B, a nearby woman being interested in solving the crime.
1: Yeah, and she never gets any credit.
0: Oh, 100%. Except
1: for the police are like, good job. Like, thanks for that. We're not going to tell anyone that you helped because that would make us look bad. And it's like, well, yeah, it would.
0: It's like every time we go to my girlfriend's mom's house, she will tell us an incredibly long, incredibly detailed, salacious anecdote about someone she barely knows who lives on her street. And she goes... Anyway, I'm not getting involved. And it's like, you're so involved. You know everything. Like you've gone out of your way to collect all the possible information about this thing, which doesn't concern you in any way.
1: Oh, that's the best, though. Those people are doing doing yeah. the Lord's work.
0: She could be Miss Marple.
1: <laughs> Bringing us the gossip so that we don't have to go and find it. Oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, they do have a neighbor who's known as Crazy Kev, which <laughs> I always...
1: Well, is he crazy?
0: Oh, yeah, he's he's pretty crazy well yeah it's a lot of him being brought home by the police oh no but he's not like he's not like violent he's just he just you know he'll go out and like you know spray paint obscenities on like everyone's car in the street in the right middle of the night. okay um and the, but then like one of them will just say like merry christmas and every other one will say like cock or dick or whatever <laughs> he, like, he's kind of an artist yeah yeah
1: you'll be like oh i guess crazy kev doesn't yeah. Hate me as much as he hates the rest of the street.
0: That and he really loves Sabutio. I think we've discussed this on the podcast before. We have, yeah, yeah. yeah he's tried to get Annabelle's brother to play Sabutio with him on a number of occasions.
1: Um, I,
2: what's Sabutio? Uh
0: it's like what if table football was somehow more nerdy?
2: Ah, good. Yeah, yeah. The little the little guys have kind of rounded bases, so they're not on a they're not on a what's it called? Oh, okay. Paul. They're not on like they're not on a kebab. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's not Turkish football. <laughs>
2: It's Yeah. It's um, a Greek football. So you kind of... So you flick them with your finger. Oh, okay. So it's it's basically impossible to be good at it. Yeah. yeah. The
1: English are great at inventing games like
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah we invented
0: football in and time. we're terrible at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And rugby. Good point. Good point. And rugby. We're quite good at that, though. Mm. Yeah. And, and cricket we're also pretty good at. Mm. But the, I mean, cricket, I mean, who cares? I'd like...
1: I guess I've never seen English play rugby. My family's from New Zealand, so we're ah,
0: we're right. we're okay. very good at it. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're known for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you got all you got all those Samoan ringers. Yeah. Got to get them in. Got to
2: get them in. Got to get them in. You, you guys, got su- it's got a su- suitable microclimate for rugby. Mm. I, I don't yeah, know what that's that true. means. It's just something that I said. I'd I, like. I, well, I was yeah, we, we don't have that many, many other sports. <laughs>
0: Guy guy looking at the weather stats on the South Island, he's like, oh, it's going to be a great year for rugby this year. It's going to be a fine yeah. vintage. They're going <laughs> to yeah. bottle up the rugby from this year. People are going to be drinking it in 2060.
1: We're used to doing everything in the rain and mud, so it's like we might as well also do our recreation in the rain and mud. Also, mm. our um, our uh, rugby team is called the All Blacks, and yeah. our um, shuttlecock team is called the Blackcocks. Uh
0: Okay, yeah, that that's really that, that that's pushing the boundaries, it's isn't it? Not good.
2: It's not good. Why have they done that? If, shuttlecock? Is that what you call? Is that what you call badminton? Yes.
1: Oh, mm. oh I suppose shuttlecock is the thing you play badminton with. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's my bad.
2: Yeah. Anyway, no, we're called no, the no, Black. No, I've, I've just never heard it. I've just never heard called that before.
0: Wow, is the do they have like a a, a black chicken mm. on the logo, or is it just a just a black? I'm trying to...
2: A black chicken? I think it must be a black... Oh, I like see. A yeah. <laughs> no, no, no I, no, I understand. No, no, I understand. The, the all blacks, mean, they I'm just sorry. have, like, the leaf. The
1: silver fern. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I just Googled black cocks. That's my bad. I... <laughs> 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 New Zealand black cocks.
0: Then you might just get a more specific... More
1: kind of localised. Oh, maybe they've unnamed it that. Oh, they had to drop it after complaints.
2: Oh. That's fair sure. enough.
1: Oh. They were stopped by the International um, Organization of Badminton.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were sued by Brazzers. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> You're ruining our search terms.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, One of the more challenging wanks you can have to the New Zealand <laughs> National Badminton team.
1: Not impossible, but yeah, yeah. complex. Mm, not with that attitude. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, take a bit of MDMA, see how you go. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah
2: what, what an interesting choice. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Maybe it only has that effect on me. Yeah,
1: um, I feel like it has the opposite effect on everybody else. What? It, what? Yeah. what it has I, that, feel, I
0: feel like what, cocaine and MDMA make you kind of horny. I mean, not in like massive quantities, in like medium quantities.
2: Oh yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that's true because both make make you really like. Well, cocaine makes you really numb for a kickoff.
0: No, but ah, uh, now see, this this is a subtlety. I don't mean necessarily able to fuck.
2: Oh, uh, well, sure. the desire to. You'd, fuck. you'd quite yeah. like to, right? I see.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a distinction.
2: Mm. That is that's that's an important distinction. So, as far as we can tell, just to just to cl- just to clarify this, um, when Milo takes MDMA, he uh, uh, becomes very horny for badminton. <laughs> that's what I'm getting <laughs> yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. And, that I, and I have said, to okay, get a good. flight to
0: New Zealand, which is. And by the time <laughs> I get there, it's worn off.
1: Very expensive it's, fetish you have. Really yeah. expensive, yeah. I need I just, to remember that, this. That flight is so long as well. Yeah.
0: Now, now I'm just in Dunedin.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why would you go down? all the way to Dunedin? It's the furthest one.
0: I know. I know. I just, I just, well, I just wanted to come on the furthest point from London on the world map.
2: <laughs> you couldn't make it to. You wanted to come on the world map. My, oh, that's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Very <laughs> degrading. It's very degrading, <laughs> it's very it degrading did once to New come Zealand. Come on a map
0: by accident. <laughs> my my girlfriend when i was at university she had um she, was a geography she had like major. a fancy <laughs> vintage map of like she the was southern states of the us <laughs> like above her bed I'm and sorry. um
1: above her bed how are you coming on that by accident
0: well it was like it was like pretty low above the bed it was like it was like just above pillow level on okay, the wall sure. and uh and she wanted me to come on her but uh as you know that's not that's not like a hugely controllable enterprise
2: sure yeah
0: um and so it, it, it uh, some of it um, you know, it kind of went over the crossbar, so to speak, and um, Which- landed on Florida.
1: Oh, does that mean you have to go to Florida now? Is it like throwing a dart at a map?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we kind of sponged it off, but I'd, I've never thought of Florida in quite the same way again.
1: Mm. If any, if any part of America has covered in calm, it would be Florida.
2: Yeah, yeah it's, the, it feels- it's the most. It's the most. Come covered state. Yeah. Did I do voodoo
0: by accident? Am I responsible for like what's happened to the state of Florida? (laughs) Yeah, since
2: like 2012 or 11. Yeah. Yeah, Like no one ever saw Ron DeSantis before when you were at university. Mm. So so he might well have grown out of that little glob.
1: Mm. You changed the course of history. It's like the butterfly
2: effect. Yeah. You might have grown Ron DeSantis in a lab. (laughs) Do you feel good about Um.
1: that? Is that something you're happy with? Now all Floridians have bumper stickers that say, Florida, our most cum-covered state.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The cum-shine state. Oh, no. There we go. Um, Yeah, I feel like we should... Uh, get through some more Seinfeld plot, yeah. Points. Um, yeah, because um,
2: I'm I am on um, I am on a time uh, time yeah. budget because I have a recording part two. That's what I'm on. I'm on a time, time budget. budget, yeah. And I um, I actually mm. got uh, Lamar to write up a time budget for me. Um, it, he was really unhelpful, he just said, Oh, 50 50, I don't know what that means, I don't know what that means in um, in, in this in this uh context. Uh, yes, yeah, so. I, it turned yeah. out that I had um I'd conflated this really racist program with what happens in this episode of Seinfeld. And the joke is not ever. I don't think that it's funny that these guys that Kramer meets are Japanese. The joke is, yeah. that Kramer has all these um preposterous and racist adjacent misunderstandings about Japanese culture. so mm. he so he decides mm. that they must have loads of money. And when Jerry's like, I don't know what you're basing this on. He says, like oh, <laughs> the the sushi, mm. the sushi you eat, the kimono you wear, which is a beautiful line reading. It's up there. Always in, wearing
0: a kimono. Well, and top, also top because top. because they say like, oh, you know, I have this much yen or whatever, and he just assumes, yeah. that, that, whatever, he just yeah. assumes
2: that that is like dollars. Yeah. Like like money because to he dollars. doesn't because he doesn't thousand yen. Yeah, yeah because mm. he hasn't been to. Um, to Lamar's currency exchange. Yeah. So he doesn't have the uh, the up-to-date information on how much money that actually is. It's actually pretty crazy
0: is. that the rate is 50 to 50 for everything. <laughs>
2: yeah. If you don't want that's 50 for a kickoff, you That's park, what the song is about. Um, it's about either a
0: good or a bo- bad a- place to go, depending on which currencies you're looking to exchange <laughs> and in which direction.
1: It's about a booth Lamar is starting at the airport.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and there's another another fun line reading um, when um, he's talking about fifty that when he when he specifically references the fifty thousand yen, and uh, mm. somebody else says, "Isn't that like a few hundred dollars?" And he says, "Well, evidently." Um yeah, so he gets them to spend all of their money, and he brings them home uh, to stay with him because they can no longer afford to stay in their hotel, and that's where we tie into Elaine's storyline because uh, Elaine is dating a furniture. He's a furniture manufacturer who is obsessed with this mm. one particular, uh, I suppose, like kind of ames like furniture designer. Yeah, and and also the song Desperado, and also the yeah. song Desperado. This,
0: this guy, this guy is me. He's got he's obsessed with the song Desperado. Great song, fair play. Jer- Jerry is like not happy with this, but it's a I I don't I don't see what the joke is here. This is this is a great, it's an all-time classic. Uh, he is maybe a little bit too obsessed with it. But yeah, he won't also le- he, he, won't he drives a Ferrari 335 speak. convertible. Finally, someone with a good Ferrari. Um.
2: Yeah, um, he won't let he won't let <laughs> he won't let Elaine speak during uh, during yeah. Desperado, which is so stupid because like Desperado, mm. like I don't care what you say, it is not it is not a great song. It's not like he's listening to Sultans of Swing, which makes perfect sense not to let anyone speak during.
0: Um, just so you know, Grace, Sultans of Swing is the only Dire Straits song that Phoebe knows, and she doesn't even know it's by Dire Straits, but it is one of her favorite songs.
2: Yes, oh. that's right. That's right. Well. Yeah. I like Thanks. the, I like the, I like, the, um, <laughs> I like the, the, uh, the, the, the sin, not the sinner. That's my, that's mm. my position. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, In this case, position. the sinner is the band Dire yeah. Straits. That's right. And But okay. the sin, I love the
1: sin the song
2: yeah the song sultans of swing
1: if anything usually when you're talking about a band the sin is their their criminal acts yeah. and the the they they uh, the songs are the things that you can probably still consume
2: yeah i know yeah I, i'm 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 quite a unique individual in that I respect i like it <laughs> I,
0: I once picked a girl i was dating up uh drunk she was drunk i wasn't drunk from like a club or something i think i'd been like gigging and so I picked her up in the car, and uh, we we sang Desperado in the Rotherhithe Tunnel at full volume. So I think the error that this guy's making is not making Desperado more of a participatory.
2: Yeah, enterprise. it uh, seems like it would be more fun if, if Elaine if was allowed like to, to sing- contribute. Yeah, if, if, if yeah. Then maybe they were like both like singing along maybe that mm. would be okay mm. but it's, the, a great, it's
0: a sing-along song it's not hard to sing i
2: mean there are de- there are definitely like a ton of songs that i won't let people speak if they're playing particularly if there's mm. like a song that 50, has 50.
0: 50,
2: yeah. 50 50 um and i don't know if i've told i don't know if i've told you this story man. i'm pretty sure i have um grace are you familiar are you familiar with uh the one hit wonder uh new metal band crazy town no Okay. You're
0: my sugarfly, butter, baby, or whatever it is. It's not yeah. you're my sugarfly, sugar
2: butter, baby. <laughs> that's
0: not. You're my butterfly, sugar that's baby, that's it. Hack. Come, my lady, come, come, my oh. lady. Yeah. It's a song about Florida.
1: I know that song now. Sugarfly is, 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 sounds like a horrific insect. I
0: don't, know. I don't know what happened to my brain there. I think I had a stroke. <laughs>
2: Butter baby. Butter baby. Oh, You're I know. You're my butter baby. I know what I'm changing your name in my phone to now. Um,
1: when I was about two, I got my foot stuck between the slats of a bed frame mm-hmm. and my mum had mm-hmm. to rub butter on me <laughs> to so get me out. So you were the butter baby. <laughs> I was the butter baby.
2: You
1: were the butter wow. baby. Oh,
2: that's
1: They're
0: like, cute. well, she's never watching that TV show about bed slats ever again. <laughs>
2: That's why. That's why yeah. you're not you, what, you watch an episode of You've Been Sh- Framed, and you know I think I would have gotten t- into much
1: less scrapes if they just sat me in front of a TV. I was busy off with Probably. books and my own imagination, getting stuck in furniture items. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're, you're reading the manual for an IKEA bed. Like, how wide are these things? <laughs>
1: Well, I must, I must try. I'm like a man at the emergency room who's put his dick into something just out of a sake of (laughs) curiosity.
2: I swear, Doc. I swear, Doc. It was a million to one shot. A million to one. There's no way my dick will fit in this. (laughs) I just (laughs) tripped. Um,
0: oh, some of the tripped and fell stories are so good. Yeah. One, I, one of my friends uh, was an A&E doctor for a while, and he said they had a guy come in who claimed that he had fallen off of his toilet and onto the toilet brush. Ah. But the, the twist was that um the, he had the brush end in his arse <gasps> and, and then he's just like, but sir, uh, you don't store a toilet brush that way That's up. the
1: most unhygienic way. What,
0: what kind of un- non-geometric house are you, are you inhabiting where the toilet brush is stored that way up?
1: you got to just be, pr- if you're ending up in A&E with something stuck up your ass, you just have to be like, yeah, I, I stuck this yeah, up my I ass, this, I put this, I put this all, on my bum. That, yep, that's, we've all got regrets.
0: You're at Dunedin Hospital, you're coming down <laughs> off MDMA, and you're like, look, I've been on a long flight, <laughs> I got bored.
1: You've stuck a novelty silver fern up your ass. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's right. I want to see Is if it, a shot would like expand. if racket up here. If you, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, a shuttlecock
0: would be the worst. It's like yeah, a barbed arrow. It,
1: yeah, yeah, awful. It's, yeah, it's got
2: the, well, it does have a flared base. It does have a flared base. Mm. You're never getting a shuttlecock stuck up there. That is uh, that is the secret. Anyway, uh, crazy, yeah. so Crazy Town have another much less well-known song called Revolving Doors, which, sure. is, a, which is a song about how the man in question um, really likes to have sex with a lot of, a lot of different ladies. he's really he's really going through them. He's really, really going through them. Mm, and uh, the same guy gave an interview uh, not that long after this song came out where he started ranting about the fake friends in his life who would come to his house and abuse his hospitality and then start talking shit about his couch behind their back behind his back. <sighs> um, and he just went on and on and on. It's one of my favorite celebrity interviews I've ever read. And yeah, so this just, song, so this song, Revolving Doors, which, uh, Milo, we have a little clip of Revolving Doors? I'm quite
1: sure a crazy I crazy put sound, it in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's quite, it's quite, a, it's quite a fun, it's quite a fun early aughts song. Um, it's like Sultans of Swing is a lot longer than you think it is. And a little bit ago, uh, one of my friends uh, had just broken up with somebody at, like lot, kind a of long term breakup and was having their kind of post breakup, kind of post breakup kind of shagathon. Yeah. Mm. And so I thought it would be funny because I had been uh, drinking since 11 o'clock that morning because I'd been at a a birthday thing. So I thought it would be funny to like make him listen to Revolving Door by Crazy Town. Um, but I didn't realise how long it was because uh, I haven't <laughs> listened to it for a really long time mm. it's almost like six minutes long but I wouldn't let anyone speak like being while stuck it, in a revolving door <laughs> I wouldn't let anyone speak while it was playing and then and and but every so often I just pointed at him and went this is you, this is you, this song is you this song is you and like right at the end when it finally finished uh, it finally finally ended and I finally permitted people to speak again and he just went I don't think that's me <laughs> and then i and then i felt terrible but not so terrible that i didn't do six minutes in my life (laughs) quite similar (laughs) uh quite similar on on another occasion yeah what what what's your song that you don't let people speak in you must have one milo um
0: uh oh i don't know oh there's so many there's so many songs i love um,
2: it'll yeah, be, but it'll like, the, it would be possible. it's not just about songs that you love it's about songs that you don't let people speak in like for example I don't let people speak during Up the Junction by Squeeze because there's a really really brilliant line in it and I don't want someone to be like running their mouth flapping their gums over the brilliant line that I want to sing along to yeah. similar with you Babies Jules by Holland. it's also mm. because I love Jules Holland yeah. what?
0: yeah the butter, the butter babies
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Jules uh, Holland
0: was in Squeeze
1: oh yeah no he was he? yeah there was this song trending on TikTok a while ago called Freak-A-Leak by Petey Pablo, which I'd never heard before, but there's a line in it where he implies that he uh, he's not drunk enough to perform oral sex on a woman in a song called Freak-A-Leak. <laughs> where is the freak all the leak? You know? Get involved, mm. Petey. Incredible. It's like-
0: This is kind of like soft launch for being gay, I think.
1: Yeah. He's like, I'm not- um, get your pussy licked by another bitch because I'm not drunk enough to do that. And it's like, what? I don't want you to be more inebriated while you're putting your mouth on my genitals. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a Two, this song is called Freak-A-Leak. You know, where is the mm. freak? Where's the leak? Yeah. Where's the leak? <laughs> mm.
2: That's the question.
0: That is, it's a bloody good question.
2: It's mm. a bloody good question. <laughs> I- I'm
0: fascinated by that kind of masculinity where it just, it just tips over into a, a, a homoeroticism. Oh, yeah. Oh, imagine a woman's genitals. Gross. Just tips over.
2: Just tips over.
1: (laughs) Imagine you're so masculine that you are not into women. (laughs) Like, that's the, that's the vibe. What do you mean? That's
2: the vibe.
0: Yep.
1: Uh,
2: ah, Russian yeah, culture So, thing. so he, so he won't, so he won't let anyone speak during his favorite song. And Elaine tries to kind of, uh, tries to kind of barter her way around this. She suggests that they come up with their own song. She likes a song called Witchy Woman, um, which was an odd contribution. I have an, to say, which is an odd contribution. Uh,
0: well, it's also by the Eagles. I think she's trying to like tease him out. Yeah. Um, with a fellow but he's he's not an eagles head he's just a
1: desperado he just died to head just dies desperado yeah, because
2: he also loves the sin mm. but hates the sinner he's like yeah. he's just like me yeah. he's never heard of the eagles he just likes the song he just likes because yeah,
0: desperado also is quite different from the other oeuvre of the eagles which i think is why people like it so much cuz it's sort of a weird it's an out of character turn It's like, kind of soft piano ballad
1: it's like the yellow submarine of the eagles yeah
0: exactly yeah, yeah that's, I think um, that's a
1: good analogy
2: uh, so witchy
0: women is much more like the rest of their work
2: they well, love to call women witches, love to call women witches and then there's a there's a there's a weird thing where uh Jerry says, Oh, you mean witch a woman and i mm. genuinely i've looked this up, I genuinely don't know what this means.
1: I think it's because when they sing it, it sounds like witchy woman. Like, oh, yeah. I see. yeah,
0: it's it's very like it's over. It's like witcher woman. Yeah, it's the, the way it's done. Okay, um, okay. I think that's, I didn't I have think the tune
2: at all. Close, okay, never mind. So that's just a sort, of str- a sort of strange thing. Strange thing for him to have said. She's um, got the
0: moon in her eye. I mean, we could go on.
2: He he gives Kramer uh, a a Fabman chest of drawers, which is what Kramer mm. gets the Japanese visitors to sleep in and claim the
0: repetition of farbman is very fine yeah.
2: and he claims that this is fine because it's like a japanese business hotel um mm. then incredibly roomy these drawers incredibly roomy and it's a huge and it is very
0: it is very cute when he's saying good night to all the japanese and businessmen tux tux and gently tux closing tux them into them their away. drawer.
2: um and then meanwhile uh he has formed the impression. That uh, Jerry is a is has no money and is a and is deeply unsuccessful and is always going on about his like tiny little apartment with his outdated furniture, also unfabman like, and much like previously when we've had Costanza, uh, getting into a series of escalating situations where his old neighbor thinks that he's mad. Jerry keeps getting himself into situations where this guy keeps saying, I'm sure things will pick up for you soon. And Jerry's big storyline, apart from writing the checks, is that he, he uh, gets into a beef with the umbrella sellers of the city because he's been going mm. around saying that when he used to sell umbrellas, he invented the umbrella twirl.
1: Which is crazy because, like, you give a caveman an umbrella, they'll start twirling. They'll start twirling, it. twirling
2: it's just it. your
0: instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what you do hours. with an umbrella.
2: Well, do you want to you know? know a fun fact?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, not the comedian Jerry Seinfeld, the man, claims that he invented the umbrella twirl. He really did sell umbrellas when he moved to New York in the like, ni- like late nineteen seventies, and he does claim that it was him that invented it.
1: Singing in the Rain came out in the fucking forties. Does he? Right? Have, does he ever spin it? They spin it constantly. all they do is spin it. Just
2: no, not one, to sell no one it, ever though. thought
0: of taking it outside of a musical theater. but, Ge- but, Gene, Ke-
2: but Gene Kelly's spinning it, like spinning it like for his personal enjoyment. He's not spinning it to sell it. Oh, for business purposes. Gene business Kelly purposes. told me to look
0: someone in the eye, but he didn't teach me how to sell an umbrella. <laughs> it's, because
2: it's, it's because it's legal if you're spinning for personal use, but it's not illegal if, you're, if you're, it's not legal if you're selling it. right. That's why.
0: No, officer, I'm <laughs> going to take all these umbrellas home and smoke them myself. I'm smoke yes. them
2: myself, yeah. This is, these are personal this use umbrellas. Really, yeah, this is a really tiny, I'm tiny sorry. amount of umbrella. Uh, so it means that it's, it's pouring with rain and uh, an umbrella seller refuses to sell it to sell an umbrella to Jerry until he admits that he didn't invent it. And then he bumps into Brett, Elaine's boyfriend, who says, like, why don't you get an umbrella? And he says, oh, because I couldn't afford it. But that's because he was asking $300. So, you know, misunderstand- misunderstandings abound. Uh hmm. Then the he's got
0: Carl Fabian in his in his Ferrari three (laughs) three five, so he can't give Jerry Jerry a lift.
2: Yeah, otherwise, otherwise he would. Otherwise he would. And then Costanza, meanwhile, I love this storyline. I love this throwaway storyline. Has employed the services of very inexpensive carpet cleaners, and everyone tells him that the carpet cleaners are a cult. And they use the mm. ruse of cleaning your carpets to get into your house and to recruit you. I mean, into incredibly their cult. rich text this episode. Very very keep, rich text. I forgot about the cult
1: thing until just now, and then I was like, oh yeah, the cult mm. thing. That was good. Yeah. It's
0: also pure Costanza that he's mad that they don't try and inveigle yeah. him into the cult. So which gets- that's supposed to be the one downside of the cheap carpet clean. So he yeah. get, he has,
2: they don't try and they don't try and recruit him, and he gets he gets very very upset. Um, and like in all honesty, like I, I know I've ta- I know I've talked about the the uh the hairdresser who tried to get me to join a cult before. Mm. Um mm. and uh who, but she was just so good at cutting hair that I just never I just I just never felt like I could sure. see anyone else because she was just a brilliant hairdresser. You don't And you that's, don't, that's why you're a Scientologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a gift hairdresser in the mouth for sure. Um, it's
1: like when a creepy guy is looking at you in the, in a bar and you're like you're like, all right, here I go. I'm ready to ready to ready to turn this guy down. I'm ready and then he's not looking at you and you're like how dare no. you how I fucking- was ready. <laughs> How fucking dare you? What's ro- what's wrong with me? You know, yeah. You're like I didn't want this person to be interested in me, but now that he know he's now that I know he's not, I'm like, well, what's going on? Yeah. He's <laughs>
0: like I'm not yet drunk enough for female genitalia. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gay until five drinks.
0: <laughs> That's right.
2: So he's a yeah. So he's a he's uh, doing that and he's sort of trying to get so he keeps he keeps booking these people to come in and clean various carpets because he is like now death like he's like he's turned into a cat he's like it's because they don't he's like him he's he got to get desperately, into the he just <laughs> desperately wants to know why they're not trying to mm. then the kind of the little kicker at the end is they uh, is they do recruit Wilhelm his boss who then shows up to clean the carpets um, mm. which is which is which is fun and uh, Costanza gets inf- infected by Kramer's weebiness and says look jerry if you're um if like if you're really big in japan maybe we should retry selling our pilot to a japanese tv station they've got this office in new york so they go along to the japanese tv station they bring them a bag of oranges because kramer has told them that you can't get oranges in japan the uh the japanese tv executives both say no this is terrible this is this is not this is not something we're interested in you must go now uh
1: and it's such an empathetic way of them being like, oh, they don't have oranges in Japan too. He's like, well, how, well, how would you be if you grew up in a land without oranges? And it's it's like, <laughs> I, mean,
2: I guess. I, but g- I guess, yeah. Yeah. Good points, Good point. It's a good point. S- scurvy-esque, I suppose. Now
0: that would be a crazy town.
2: Yeah. It would indeed be a crazy town. Full of town. butter babies. Butter, <laughs> butter babies butter with babies.
1: Babies. <laughs> no oranges. Mm. See,
0: cause Lots to- of protein, very little vitamins. <laughs>
2: See, because to the, to, to the Joker, it's just a town. So that's something which you might, yeah. Uh, might yeah, be so. be willing to um to consider. Uh, uh... Come,
0: my lady. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was like the evil witch from snow
1: white.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Come, yeah, that's my what lady. I was going for.
2: My father called pool. me a butter baby.
1: <laughs> That's how I got these scars. <laughs> oh
0: you ever been it's a butterfly slats. sugar in, lady?
2: Getting stuck in the slats of a bed frame. <laughs> and then just landing <laughs> on a butter knife <laughs> and that's why I'm the butter
1: baby. Everyone's like, oh, someone, that you must have gotten into something terrible. You got that Chelsea grin. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Bed no, slats. No.
0: I wasn't allowed to watch television.
1: Before,
0: <laughs> and I became fascinated with the bed slats. <laughs> You might think not such a dangerous hobby for a child. Wrong.
1: It's a good thing I have the voice I do have because some of my stories would come off a lot more ominous.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's dangerous. Mm.
2: Mm. It's
0: tough stuff. Right. Yes. So, so,
2: uh, so, what else happens? Oh, right. Yeah. The,
0: the TV executives.
2: Yeah. So we're at the TV executives. They tell them. They tell them to leave. Uh, Costanza. Uh, Costanza returns. Um. Then uh, Kramer and the Japanese guys are in the hot tub and then that warps the wood of the chest of drawers overnight. So they call- they're calling out for help. Jerry can't open the chest of drawers because of his carpal tunnel syndrome. Because of signing all the checks, which by the way, mm. I like. I was watching because I was watching this episode yesterday, and I was like, "Just come on, that doesn't, really doesn't hurt that much." And then today, I was writing a letter to my uncle, and I can't remember the last time I used a pen for anything. But like, yeah,
0: I was we- writing a letter to my uncle. Is also just a great start to any anecdote. Dear
2: Uncle, dear Uncle, that's right. I was writing a letter to my uncle. I was sending him, sending him if a copy. You know what I mean. I was sending him a copy of a, an anthology that I have a story in because I thought he might like mm. it, and I thought I'd write a little letter to go with it.
0: You may receive this some weeks hence, but know the time well. Yes. <laughs> Camera slowly zooming out. You're wearing like a big high-collared jacket and a cravat.
1: Yep. The olden times, you did have to do a lot of assuming that they were still well. A lot of, a lot of things could happen in yeah, three weeks. That's you true. know? You get a letter yeah. that says know that I am well and they've been plagued off like two weeks ago. Yeah. Get, if I if I haven't if off. I haven't got the plague in the in the inter in the interview, drunk weeks. enough to
0: get plagued off.
1: <laughs> plagued off is like a combination of being played off and dying of the plague. Yeah. You have to like mm. slowly Plague me
0: off, Sam.
1: <laughs> walk away. Yeah. <laughs> go down into the cowgate, get buried alive. Anyway.
0: <laughs>
1: bit of Edinburgh history for the people.
0: <laughs> oh, they love it.
1: We're standing on the top of dead men
2: right now. Oh, God.
1: Children's, teenagers' virginities. Speaking
2: of which, when we were on our way back from uh, Fortet on Saturday, we were both extremely high and we stopped off at the the local and there was a new barman and I thought he might like to hear about how many years um, there had been an inn on that exact spot. Um, and about how like it's about how like it being a kind of a, a kind of a drinking stop had uh, had had gone back to like the like the like the 17th century, and he was not interested in this at all. So I thought, okay, well, what I should do is I should is I should add some add some more detail. And I started telling him about how the first, the first landlord of the local was also buried in the churchyard up over there, and he has a special tomb. All of this is true. And and this poor bloke was just like, I just really just need to get out of this conversation. But I, I I'm getting like eight pounds an hour. I did not release him. (laughs) I refused to release him from telling him about. Uh, Yeah, she
0: was in here last week. Yeah, she was telling me about. Yep, that's it. The Wars of the Roses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, you may not be autistic, but you're an ally to the people. Oh no, I am. Trap, no, trapping I, no, no, people No, no,
2: no, Grace, I definitely am. This is no- oh, okay. no, no. <laughs> <In which> case, <laughs> like definitely, you just definitely performing am. your <laughs> cultural duties. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not I am no appropriator. No, no, no. This is, not this, this, is off easy. this is uh, this is g- this is genetic, whatever it trapping is. Trapping <laughs> people in
1: conversation and not realizing that they didn't want to talk to us until the next day. That's what we do, baby. But because
2: <laughs> no, because like, but mm. because of uh because of the of the, of the girly social um the guy kind of social conditioning. I knew that he was not interested in it, but I couldn't shut myself up. I just couldn't because I was like, but you want to hear about how one of these rivers is now underground. (laughs) Yes. Um, Lovely. And So Jerry has to break break them out with an axe. And Brett sees him doing it and thinks... That he has been overcome with jealousy, with like kind of poor person's jealousy over the beautiful piece of furniture, and kind of runs in to stop him smashing it up. Jerry bonks him on the head with an axe and knocks him out, um, and kills him. We later find out. <laughs> um, yeah, he d- uh, This is because we were talking about this. Remember, we were trying to work out how many deaths the main characters are responsible for. This is this is one of yeah. them. The this is one of them. Wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so jerry is also a murderer deaths. as well as being a comedian which is i think
1: yeah. i think on well, balance, there an episode where he goes to court for manslaughter. do we cover it or
2: <laughs> actually kind of but <laughs> oh well i'm excited to hear <laughs> yeah. actually kind of um mm. and uh yeah and then the, so Jap- yeah, then the japanese in the tv, pe- TV I, office I, but I don't know but the japanese people get brought to the tv office as like uh Costanza asks Jerry to bring them into the TV office uh, as they, like market the pilot. research yeah saying like mm. oh yeah, they yeah, what wa- yeah. they've watched this TV show they're familiar with Jerry they like lo- they really like they really like him they'll say it's a good TV they'll say it's a really good idea um, and they say
0: this jerry seinfeld is a lunatic he's
2: unhinged he locked um, he he locked us in it he locked us in a chest of drawers and refused to let us out and then they uh swung an axe at us and, and swung an axe at us and then they eat the oranges and the TV
0: executive says his friend here we think he may be he unbalanced, also unbalanced as well
2: and then costanza's like like winking because he doesn't realize what they're what they're talking about and then there's a fun mm. little there's a fun little throwaway joke when uh when George says to Jerry that Japanese TV executive, don't you think she was kind of cute? And Jerry goes like, no, 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 uh, because in a previous in a previous storyline, Grace um Costanza gets involved with the TV executive that was working on their pilot, which never went anywhere. Oh um, right, they state they get together. You can't be doing that. They get they get engaged, and then he. Uh, another another body another body on the docket he accidentally kills her he kills her jesus christ
1: (laughs)
0: he's not there there. basically he makes her get cheap envelopes for the wedding invitations and the envelope glue poisons her to death from licking it
2: (laughs) oh my
1: god this is a darker television program than i thought it was oh yeah no no it's not
2: it's not it's not friends for sure
1: Mm. Um, friends is pretty dark to be fair
2: I think Friends is I think yeah. Friends is dark because you are supposed to like these the mundanity of it. Mm. All right,
1: Hannah you're Aaron. supposed to like them, but they're all, yeah they're they're all maniacal. Also, it yeah. just makes me sad because it's always like American sitcoms are always about like oh this is my friend from childhood, and my friend from college, and my friend from work. And I'm like I've got my mum and one maniac I met in an open mic when I was 18. Those are my friends. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there's a man in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> We don't talk about
2: it. Look, Grace, like, I f- met him at a folk festival. Grace, Shut up. Fifty percent of my friends are podcasters. I think you're doing pretty well with your mum. Oh, like, I think, thank this, you is, so I think much. this is. I think this is, I think this is. I think this is fine. Um, well, it's because mm. Friends is a show about the suburbs, which is for whatever reason set in New York. That's why. Right. Yes. Okay. Um and yeah, and, and yeah, you're they only su-
0: ever go to one place.
2: And you're supposed to like them, even though they are all despicable people. In Seinfeld, yes. you are not supposed to like them, you're supposed to recognise their despicability.
1: The way mm. I'm supposed to empathize with Ross for being mad that his ex-wife is a lesbian is like crazy to me. I'm like, they seem fine. Why yeah. are you mad at her? They're like, happy.
2: They have a functional they're, relationship. They're having a functional <laughs> Leave relationship. Them, Leave they're having a life. Alone. Yeah. Uh, bothering them. Yeah, um, uh, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. That happens. Oh yeah, like then the final the post-credit, in the post scene. This is great. Which is Brett being operated on um, because for his head for injury, his head injury. Like, he'll be fine. And then the surgeon hears his special song,
0: which is Witchy Woman.
2: Which is Witchy Woman, and then he just, like freezes up, he like he freezes he's a because he's listened to the song. And then the last thing you hear is the nurse saying, "Doctor, doctor, I think I think we're losing him." So yeah, so Jerry has killed someone.
1: It is wild that th- this show's interpretation of a song that you really like sends you into like a trance. <laughs> like it's almost like these people have gone to war with the Eagles and every time the song comes on <laughs> uh,
0: like the members of the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: They start hearing like bombs and shit going off. Like well this
2: was the abandoned MK Ultra. It was just make it- locking people in a room and making them listen to the, eagles. Listen to yeah. the eagles yeah that was like the original project they just decided it was too diabolical it's
1: almost a better it's almost a better like interpret it's a better representation of ptsd than most actual representations of ptsd <laughs> <laughs> when they're like oh god and they like go start banging like shooting people for no reason mostly you just go yeah. and someone goes you still with us and you're like yeah yeah yeah, yeah just i'm get still here thousand yeah.
2: thousand yard stare just just guy's remember just something. having
0: a, a vivid flashback to Don Henley fucking his wife. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: Devastating stuff.
0: <laughs> you hate to see it. Sweaty from the drum kit. Yeah. Pouring himself all over his wife. <laughs> Sitting her naked on his little <laughs> drum Calling her stool. a witchy
1: woman. Yeah. He's like, I would never do that to you. You're not witchy. You're
2: beautiful. <laughs> You're not even witchy. <laughs> You're a not butter even wi- baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Fiddling with her waistband going, I'm out on the border. I'm walking the line.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and the surgeon is just like, please stop.
1: Please, no.
0: Don't, I'll do anything.
1: It's a sore trap of kinds. Your wife yeah. getting fucked by various members of the Eagles while you're tied to a chair.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, much like to- the wives of the members <laughs> of the Eagles. <laughs> Yeah. That's no, the a, funny version that, of that is that job. the wives the wives are all into it, but it's just that the husband decides. to the Yeah, chair. yeah,
1: yeah. It's like yeah. I, I, I crossed into Criminal Minds episode there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the unsub, he's uh, fucking these women while their husbands are stuck yeah, yeah, to chairs and they play the Eagles. Yeah,
0: there's no consent violations being committed other than on the husband who simply does not want to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did not ask for this.
0: If you, if you must do this, please do it in private.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My only boundary, and you're crossing it.
0: <laughs> I let her do pretty much whatever she wants, but I don't need to know. Um, yeah, that, so that's an on episode on of that Seinfeld. bombshell. Yeah, it remains only to thank Grace very much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm sorry if that was not at all what I was supposed to do. Oh any no, of that. It, it was. 100% if anything, exactly. Hundred percent
2: what you were supposed to do. Like, okay, yeah. awesome. Genuinely, um, genuinely, you couldn't have. You couldn't have played the more the of a blinder. <laughs>
1: three times today because i watched i woke up at like 10 i was like i gotta watch this episode and then i fell asleep and then i watched it again and then i fell asleep and i was having a dream that i was in the episode and it was going very badly but it was like <laughs> you've the, lived it. The, the episode and the various dramas of the edinburgh fringe were coagulating in my brain and oh, then i woke God. up and i was like wait is so and so actually mad at me and is seinfeld like after me in the streets so i was like wait never no, never mind and then oh, i watched got, it again I've got,
0: I've got to sign all these checks
1: yeah <laughs> And then I watched it again. So I uh, I've been immersed. I'm glad those oranges Lovely. finally got eaten. Yeah.
0: Oh, well yeah, we're, we're relieved to have you back in the real world out of the out of the Seinfeld hell dimension. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Thanks for
1: bringing me out. Is there
0: anything you'd like to plug to the loyal hogs of this podcast?
1: Um well I suppose I don't know when it's going to come out, but if you're in Edinburgh, I'm doing my show. It's called This is the last goldfish that I'm going to eat for you. It's at 5:50 at Underbelly um until the 28th and <laughs> Apart S- from the that, butter baby show Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's about stuff I did to try and make friends before I realized I had autism. And okay. apart from that, just yeah, follow my Twitter, my Instagram, my TikTok <laughs> at Grace Jarvis. Oh no, um, <laughs> I'm being forced off my favorite text-based platform, and now I have to make videos, which I'm devastated about. Yeah, I hate that. Hate it, hate it. All these audiences are terrified mm. of crowd work because they think that's what comedy is. Yeah. Because people. Comedians on TikTok don't want to burn their gear. So they only post clips of them asking people what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't have any gear. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It's a nightmare. Now all these audiences come in and they're all petrified of me. And I'm like, I'm like a snake. I'm more afraid of you than you are of me, man. <laughs> I, I've got very meticulous jokes I've got to get out. I don't have the time
0: Oh yeah. to but- bother you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is going to be out, I think, before the end of the Fringe. So, um, uh, yeah, the, uh, I'm actually, I haven't seen Grace's show yet, but I hear that's very good. So sure. please do go and see that. Yeah, And if not, see it elsewhere.
1: Yeah. Globally. I'm, I'm doing it one more time at the, at the Good Chat Comedy Festival in Brisbane, Australia in September, we, we I We do have
0: listeners in Brisbane, Australia.
1: Oh, get we. on down, baby. Get on down there. And then I refuse to do it ever again. I'm very sick of it. <laughs>
0: Amazing, yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you listen to this, we it's it, uh, it's a free one, I think. It so we have a, we a have a Patreon. One, yeah. yeah, we have a Patreon. Sign up to it. There are tiers They offer you different things. It's all oh, self-explanatory. <laughs> um, thank you very much, and we will see you all next week. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye. Bye. Bye.